Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Bird Brains, a, a, a recap of week one and a disappointing start for the Eagles season, along with my partner, former Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine and the Legacy Club. If you're a business person and want information on how the Legacy Club can help you, please call 856-912-4007. So, Mark, a very disappointing start to the season and, you know, in a year that has been nothing but disappointing in, in, in all aspects. The Eagles jump out 17 to nothing against a team that can't score, and they lose 27 to 17. And I just want to give you my three reasons of why the Eagles lost that game. And then okay. I know you've got some inside information on the team, but uh, of course the Lane Johnson and the, and the offensive line who we discussed was depleted even before the season started losing Lane Johnson was a big key and, and they just couldn't hold off a pretty good Washington front four. I thought it was Doug's worst game as a, as a coach for a myriad of reasons that we can get into. I thought his play calling uh, when he kept dropping Wentz back seven steps against that pass rush, you can negate that with screens and draws and quick passing. He didn't do it. And Wentz was inconsistent. He got off to a pretty good start, but his decision-making left a lot to be desired. Desired. Those are my three keys to why the Eagles lost. What are, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, my thoughts are well, they're twofold. One, as you called it, a disappointing loss. I don't think, I don't think you could have scripted a worse opening day loss, <laughs> really. I mean, you're playing a team that you were a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, um, which tells in, you an, you're in, really, in an empty stadium. In an empty stadium, so, yeah, so it doesn't even matter, right, exactly. But, I mean, so you're supposed – you know, you're, the odds makers consider you almost like a 10-point – you know, that you're 10 points better than that team. So you're yeah. playing a, an inferior opponent. You have them down 17 nothing. You know, it's it should be over. It should be final score. It should be uh, against against the team against the team that can't score. That's the point. Well, they can score when you give them the when well, you give them the half a field. Well, 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 listen, and and that's the point. You know, Doug, I I love aggressiveness. I think, you know, for the most part, it's of the the Belichick uh, genre of coaching, and I do like it. But, you know, I, I forget if the Eagles were winning seventeen to fourteen or it was tied, but. You know, Doug not punting the ball at midfield and making that team go 80, uh, 75 yards for a score, to me, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, do, do you remember yeah, that I don't, play? And, and do you well, I don't like, I didn't, I'm, I'm never I'm, – I tend to go conservative. But, again, I, I'm not going to rip Doug for that because what made Doug Doug and why everybody loved Doug and why he won a Super Bowl – it's because he does stuff like that. Well, I agree. I okay. agree. Overall, I'm, I'm putting this one more on the, the the quarterback played terrible. I don't. There's no, you know, and I've defended him to his against the critics. No, he's got to stop. You know, all right, they gave up eight sacks. Everybody wants to blame the offensive line, and and, and the offensive line is in disarray right now. Like you said, no. And again, Lane Johnson, hey, get healthy. Maybe it's time for him to go back to the GNC or wherever he gets his stuff from because <laughs> he he's got to get out. I mean, and I don't want to hear it. He's always yeah. there's always it's always something with Lane Johnson. Yeah. Um, but some of those sacks, Wentz got to get rid of the ball. Take the incompletion. Okay. Well, I agree. I agree. Second, his decision, second eighteen. I mean, you know, his decision making was poor. You know, but from, right. from Doug's standpoint, there are ways to negate a pass rush. 
you know, three-step drops instead of seven, a, a screen, a draw play, something to hold the defense at bay. And he kept dropping them back seven steps, and he was getting whacked back there, and, and there was never an adjustment. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with you there. But there, are, there were a couple where he could just, just throw, you know, don't, he does hold the ball too long. Oh, way too long. He's got to throw it away. He's, you know, five years into this thing, is that something that we have to keep talking about? I mean, to me, that's no, you the, the, the disappointing aspect of his play is that, you, you know, five years into this thing, you've got to mature into the position. And that, those are rookie mistakes that a guy with his experience shouldn't be making at this point. No, and let's be honest here. He has, you know, he had the great year before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. Right? In the Super Bowl. Since, mm-hmm. he's, since he's gotten hurt, he's really been – he's had his moments. He's not yeah. going to take it away from him. He's had his, some great moments. But basically, he's a five, he's five, the team's 500 with him. Yeah. I thought you were going to say since he got hurt, he's gotten hurt. <laughs> he got hurt at the end of the, in the last. Well, I told you when they when they drafted the, the kid out of Oklahoma, that now they, their their quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts and always hurts. <laughs> yeah. but, so Wentz goes twenty four for forty two, two seventy two touchdowns and two interceptions. How about Doug only calling seventeen runs uh, in a game Boston, you were ahead most of the time? A game you were ahead. Boston Scott, uh, the l- rushing leader with thirty five yards. Ertz has a key drop on that fourth down play, and I know you got some information that we want to talk about about Ertz and what's going on behind the scenes there. But uh, did Fletcher Cox play in the game? Mark, I didn't hear his name called. I mean, here's a guy that – what's he making? Uh, he's one of the highest-paid defensive players in the league. Deshaun Jackson's on the bench half the time. He's got two catches. J.J. That's – yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, I mean, where, where's he? I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a, is he a blocker? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on with this personnel. But let's jump into some inside information that you got on the team, and all is not happy in Eagle Land. Right? Now, well, the Earth thing is really ugly uh, and getting uglier. Uh, there, there are reports, I'm sure you heard him, that he and Howie Roseman actually got into a, a heated argument yeah. one day, which I've ne- in all my years, I mean – I've covered some tough contract negotiations over the years with, you know, with back in the day when, when they, back when Norman Brayman owned, uh, owned the team, and he was very um, tough with, with, with contract negotiations. And uh, he had Harry Gamble as his general manager then. And, you know, there were some, there was a lot of guys that held out back then. You know, you know yeah. but never in my 32 years of covering the team <laughs> that a player, now agents, yeah, you hear, you know, they, they hung yeah. up on the agent or they hate the agent, hung up on them and then told us, my guy will never play for that team again. And then two weeks later, they, they, they signed the deal. But that's agent. agent that's, that's his job. That's why Ertz has an or any player has an agent to fight for. Him. I've never, not once, had a, well, I take it back. There was the one time when, when Jeremiah Trotter tried to like strangle Joe Banner, <laughs> but, but I, and that got big news. I mean, that was what, you know, that was over when they put the franchise tag on him and then they lifted. That was just a crazy story too. But for Ertz and Roseman to actually getting to, that's not good. And so, it was like a, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, that Ertz and Ertz played like a guy's son. Now I think Zach Ertz is a great, I think he's one of the greatest Eagles players all time, probably the but best tight end of all time. He's also not, not, not the, re- the present company. Yeah, yeah, okay, thanks so much. Well, we, we the only thing we have in common is that we wore the same number. But there you, uh, go. Um, you know, Ertz, who is by all accounts a good guy, a good citizen, a good a good team player, 
So to me, that sounds like Howie might have said something a little off the mark, yeah. or because I don't, I don't see Zach Hertz acting, acting that way. Just well, you know, with, without talking, why Hertz is a, it goes deep. All right, he was a second round pick, not a first round pick. Again, that's not that's nobody's fault, but you know, whatever. That's just the way the the way the picks went. So he never. But my point is, he never got that first round pick. Gets a lot more money than a second round pick. It's just, it's yeah. just the way. The way to, for some reason, I mean, he, he was the fourth pick of the second round, but that's a big difference than being the last pick of the first round. So anyway, so that starts off. Then he signs a new deal. That's a good deal. Not not an outstanding set for life deal, but a good deal. And then they draft his replacement during that that deal. Mm-hmm. So he has a little. He has a couple chips on his shoulder to begin with. And like you said, but he's always been. On the field, like I said, I think he's one of the greatest Eagles of all time. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's, funny how you, it's funny how you characterize a guy that got, what did he get, 40 or $50 million contract? <laughs> not, well, not set for life. You, well, I, I, guess, you, I think yeah. you and I could squeeze by. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It, it's not one of the, the best, you know, other guys have gotten much better deals. Sure. Um, and then he, uh, and off the field has done, is just a model citizen. He's, him and his he's, wife he's do great. so many great things. Um, you know, he's, I know, he's, I know I the mom. He's a, it's an awesome family. Yeah, he's, just a, great, he's just a great kid. Um, and I was, and now in their negotiations, he was kind of in. Austin Hooper was a free agent last year. Went from um, Atlanta to to Cleveland. Austin Hooper's a good player. Good player. He's not, I mean, I don't think there's a team in the league if you give him the chance to say who would you rather have, Austin Hooper. Or Zach Ertz, I think it's going to be thirty-two nothing. Zach Ertz, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the I Eagles, the, the deal they offered, the deal that Zach Ertz was offered by Howie Roseman, was less than what the Cleveland Browns gave Austin Hooper. Mm-hmm. I mean, people were talking about Ertz getting the Kittle money or Kelsey money. They're not even offering Hooper money, so he's insulted. Well, by well, listen, I, I, I get that, and Ertz is going to have another big payday. There's no question about it. Whether or not it's in an Eagles uniform. You know, I guess that remains to be seen. But it just seems like a funny scenario that a guy, uh, by all accounts, is a good guy and a good citizen, would get into a verbal yeah. argument with the general manager right on the practice field, which goes to another subject of Eagles' discontent. And you've got some inside info on, on Doug and Wentz, right? Yeah, they're not just – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing things and I'm, I'm reading between the lines on, on a couple of Doug's quotes. Um you know, Doug's asked. Doug has always kind of had Carson's back. You know, when 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 criticism came his way, he didn't have his. I mean, he didn't. Now, Doug did not openly criticize Wentz. I'm not saying that, but he he was given a couple outs. One question was, you know, Carson battled some lower body injuries during camp, and uh, blah blah blah. You know, did that have a factor? Doug says no. One one word answer, no. Mm-hmm. That's. He could have easily have said, well, yeah, you know, he was 100%. He could have said, you know, he could have given him a little bit of cushion there. He yep. said no. He also pointed out, like what, what we said about Carson having to get rid of the ball. You know, he's, you know, taking some heat off the offensive line there a little bit. And then, sorry, so that's what I read. Then I'm talking to people. I, this is bad. I don't want to go crazy after one game. Because I, what I wanted to say early, too, was it, it was a terrible, terrible loss. But it was one game. It's one loss. I mean, I've seen teams, you know, the Eagles teams especially, play awful, come back the next week, look like yeah. a totally different team. How about last year? Yeah, I mean, the last couple of years, you know. So, I mean, 
I'm not don't bail on the season if you're an Eagle fan. Don't after one terrible performance, it, it happens. Um, but I'm it, it almost looks to me between Howie, Laurie, and when like if if things go bad, they're making Doug the fall guy. Mm-hmm. Doug is being set up to be the fall guy here, and I think he knows it. Um, well. Well, listen, uh, and I'm not sure he should be. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, it, it's a high pressure environment. And uh, it, it, the, again, the, the offensive line, once it gets healthy. Now, you know, let's talk about injuries a little bit this season with without seven starters before they play the first game with no hitting in training camp and no preseason games. You got to explain that one to me because I don't get it. But this week we are going to get Lane Johnson back. Miles Sanders, the running back, is going to come back, as is Derek Barnett, by all accounts, uh, according to uh, what's going on in practice. So, right. so that's going to be good. Now, Brandon Graham, concussion, we don't know about him. Jason Hargrave, he's battling a hamstring and a peck. <laughs> your, your, your favorite guy to talk about, Jason Peters, has a knee already. So well, uh, hopefully he, I mean, can, he can get back on the field. And Vinny, Vinny I don't want to hear about Jason Peters being hurt. I, I I don't, that doesn't count. But, uh, but you marry a fat girl, you can't complain you got a fat wife. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> but, I didn't uh, know anybody else. You're trying to listen. have a 38-year-old guy that's always hurt. You complain that how about how? What is going on with the Eagles' medical staff again? How do you miss seven starters before the first game in an environment where you where you don't hit? I, I just don't get it. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's either. a mystery to me. And, and, do, and they, again, do, do they stretch? Do they train in the off season? Is there a program? I mean, there's something's going on because this can't keep happening year after year. Well, again, and you know better than I. I mean, sometimes it's, it's up to the player too. Players have to take care of themselves better oh, than, than they need. They oh, oh, you know? oh, oh, definitely. But, I mean, that, that stuff is monitored today. You know, these, these guys are mandated to, to do whatever they're doing in the weight rooms as far as stretching is concerned and, you know, whatever they do at night. But uh, it, it's just it's concerning to me that, you know, you remember last season. I mean, the Eagles yeah. were, were at, decimated by injuries, and we start out to – the same way this year, it's it's disappointing. But uh, having said all that, uh, I believe that uh, the Eagles have some character people, and normally character teams bounce back after that performance. I'm predicting an Eagles win against the Rams this week. What are your thoughts? I think they can beat the Rams, and, and, and it's I hate to call a second week of the season a, a crucial game. Well, they're going to have their attention because you don't want to go zero and two. And this the Rams are a decent team. But it's a team the Eagles usually play. Very well against. So yeah. this hey, this is, this would be a a good bounce back week for him. Mark, we're out of time. Great yep. being with you. We'll do it again next week. All right, sounds good.